Welcome to the Unstoppable Real Estate Agents Podcast. I'm your host and real estate productivity expert, Kim Hughes. Join me as we focus on real strategies and implement real solutions designed for you to achieve major success in your business and life while getting you organized. Hi, everyone. In today's podcast, we're going to be talking about lead generation and how to create a marketing strategy that will attract your ideal client. So what we want to look at is what you're currently doing for lead generation. You've heard me talk about this before. I have other podcasts talking about this, but this is a crucial area of your business. So I want you to look at it to be the driving force behind your success, because that's what it is. I want you to think about the ever-changing market. I want you to understand how imperative imperative it is that you craft a rock-solid lead generation strategy that adapts and thrives with the shifting tides, meaning everything that you say should be no matter what kind of market we're in. Now, sometimes you may have to shift into that strategy of leads, of email sequences, um, social media posts, in your newsletter, whatever that may be, but have a solid email sequence marketing strategy ready to go to every lead in your database. So the core of your lead generation lies in the essence of marketing. What that means is your marketing message is the key to capturing the attention, building the connections, and achieving unparalleled success. Without this solid understanding the knowledge or the expertise about the type of client you aim to attract, crafting the right message to appeal to your desired uh, clientele becomes a challenging task. So it's essential to gain deep insights into your target audience in order to create compelling and effective messaging that resonates with the client you truly aspire to work with. So if you're busy chasing all these leads that are coming in from different directions, then you need to stop and take an assessment of one, where are the leads coming from? Two, the investment you're making in generating those leads. And what is your conversion rate? Number three. Number four is how much time are you putting into attempting to convert those leads? Because what you may find is that, you know, if you're in a program and you're paying $2,000 a month for leads and you're getting the leads, but you're not converting them, then you're wasting your money. So there's other areas of, not other areas, but other ways that you can, you know, bring in those leads. You can nurture your past clients. You can go through and massage your database. You can look into your social media. Who's following you? Who do you need to follow? So many more strategies that you can look at besides paying for leads to come to you and then they don't pan out. Now, I'm not going to say all these programs are bad. It's just you really need to look at what do the programs offer? How much are you paying for it? And what's your return of investment? So while it seems that you're attempting to work with anyone who expresses interest in buying and selling, it's crucial to understand the amount of time and the effort that is required to nurture those leads that may not ultimately progress into a listing or into a home purchase. 
So instead of experiencing the fear of missing out on potential opportunities, it's important to evaluate the return of investment in terms of time, resources spent on leads that may not convert to successful transactions. Okay, so what I mean by this is, and I know I sound a little bit redundant, but it's very important to understand where do you want your leads to come from? Who is your target audience? Who is your ideal client? So it could be that you just sit down and, and, and create that, what they call an avatar. And that's telling you who is that person that you want to work with? You know, in the, in the perfect world, who is that ideal client? Where do they come from? Where do they live now? What's their income range? What's that type of home that you're wanting to sell? Maybe you're a new construction um, agent. Then you need to focus on people that want to buy new homes. Who are those people? Hmm. You know, you could tap into that anywhere. You know, you could tap into first-time home buyers, move-up buyers, um, empty nesters. I mean, there's a variety. So you need to kind of niche that down to decide who do I really want to work with. And then your mindset has to kind of go with that so that you start putting out what they need to hear in order to build that ideal client in your database. I hope that that makes sense to you because that's where it's all going to come together. That doesn't mean you have to turn around, turn down business from other, you know, um, home buyers or home sellers. It just means that while you're doing that, you need to kind of start looking at it. Who is my perfect home buyer? Who is my perfect home seller? Who's my clientele that I want to wake up every morning and be excited about working with? Okay. So I want you to make sure that um, you have a strong presence in your market. Of course, that goes without saying, but also with your past clients. So when I talk about your past clients, and if you've listened to this podcast at all, you'll know that I bring this up constantly because it shocks me how many times when I'm talking to a potential client, one of the first things I will ask them is, do you have a strong marketing strategy to target your past clients. And most of the time, they will tell me, oh, I haven't talked to my past clients in five years or two years or 10 years. Okay, that is giving you an opportunity to open the door to build that relationship. I don't care how long it's been. I would say if it's been longer than 10 years, you probably have missed out. But you know what? Always look at it that you're paying for a lead that you don't even know. You have a name in your database that you've worked with in the past. So why not just pick up the phone and find out what's going on with them? You know, create you a script, um, you know, come up with what you want to say to them and make sure it comes from the heart and then find out what's going on with them now. What's been going on with them over the last period, you know, in that period of time that you have not reached out to them and find out what they're going to do in the future. Not just with their real estate needs, but, you know, what's your plans for the future? Are you getting ready to retire? Are you fixing to start a family? Are your kids getting ready to go to college? You know, what's going on that can help you determine what they need from you without them even knowing it? That is the key to a successful real estate agent is to know what your client needs before they even tell you that by just answering a few questions, right? So. Um, 
again, you know, you need to come up with a strategy to focus on these past clients. That should be number one. Social media is great. Newsletters are great. Leads are great. You know, if you want to pay for them and everything. But if you really focus on those past clients and you really nurture them, that's going to be your number one referral database. And I have a lot of clients that we have started with them and taken them from where they haven't talked to their clients in five years or more, and we have helped them nurture those clients back into a relationship. And then now a lot of those agents basically just work off referrals. They don't pay for leads. They don't have to do a whole lot with anything else but nurture that past client database, okay? So I want you to sit down and decide who do you want to attract outside of your past clients. You might think of, you know, people that you've worked with and you were like, you know what, that was an ideal client. I want to work with people like that. Then that's the beginning of your avatar, okay? So just start focusing on it. Doesn't mean you have to do it in one day. This is something that you can work on as you see the market shifting or, um, you know, just changing up a little bit. But you need to kind of start looking at where is my ideal client? Is it a particular farm area? Is it um, a particular industry that's in your in your community? You know, maybe it's a high IT community and you want to focus just with IT clients. There's nothing wrong with that. But don't don't think it's going to happen overnight because it's not. This is something that you're going to massage for a period of time. And as you build on it, it's going to grow. And then you will see the results of it coming around. And I can't guarantee you when. I can just say that if you have the right strategy and you have the right message, you're going to attract the leads that are your ideal client, as well as tap into your past clients. So those are the two things that I'm going to sit and tell you. I've seen it work. I work with clients every day that we work on these strategies and we implement them. And it may take three months, it may take six months, it may take a year, but in the meantime, people are responding. And when people respond to the message that you send out, that's building a relationship, okay? Because they're not sitting there going, oh, I know 10 people that are ready to buy a house. They're going to say, you know what, I don't, you know, if I'm having a dinner with them friends and they're telling me they're getting ready to downsize or whatever, or they have friends that are moving from another state into a new state, these are conversations where your past client can say to them, I know who you need to call. You need to call you. So make sure that that you're always top of mind when you're working with past clients and as well as business to business. Okay, so if you're sitting there thinking, yep, I want to go deeper, I want to get this, I want to figure this out, I want to create my ideal client, I want to attract them, then the first thing you need to understand is, again, what is your ideal client? So here are some tips to help you think about when, you know, when you're creating that message to your target audience. Number one, review your visibility in your direct market. That doesn't mean to go on social media and all of that and see where you are. That means in your direct market. Who in your community, your town, your city, who who knows that you're in real estate? How are you getting that visibility? And then focus on your, if you're happy with what's going on in the direct market, then you need to look at your online market. That means social media. And then I want you to, you know, start putting your advertising dollars 
in what is working for you. So what's working for you is not going to work for someone else. Okay. So you can hear what other people are doing and then you can craft yours around those ideas. Um, you know, if you have a client, if you have a friend that's a real estate agent and they live in California and they live in one of the ocean cities and, you know, they're selling multi-million dollar homes and then you live over here in, you know, let's say North Dallas, which is a very hot market, you know, your average home buyer in some of these areas is 500 plus. Okay, it's very rare that you're going to see multi-million dollar listings. They have them, but they're far and few in between. But we're in California, say if you're in Newport Beach, you're going to see them all day long. So you have to remember what one one agent's marketing strategy is, is going to be different from the one that you have. But you can pick up ideas from what they're doing and implement them and tweak them to fit your market and your personality. Now, I want you to go in, and this is tip number two, analyze your Google Ads competition. That doesn't mean Zillow, Realtor.com, or the or the franchises. That means go down below those and see who in your market is showing up on page one or page two of Google. That's your competition, okay? So if you have somebody moving from out of state, and that is your ideal client, they're going to see that comp- your competition before they see you. So this is where you could create some Google ads. You know, you're going to get, you know, you're probably going to get more from Google ads than you will social media. Now, I don't have any statistics to prove that. I just know what I see and what we implement and what works for our clients. So when you're doing a Google ad, you will see that, you know, the pricing will be different. Um, for everybody. So you need to see who has got the highest bid. So that could be Zillow. It could be Realtor.com. It could be, you know, um, Homestamp. It could be, you know, Keep Matters Current. I don't know. But don't pay attention to those big box companies. What you're looking for is who's in your market. And then create your keywords and your hashtags on social media. Um, you want to make sure that your website is up and running and are really good and offers a lot of good information because once they click on that Google ad, it's going to take them straight to your website. So you got to do some work there. So that's kind of like when I say do a Google ad, it's kind of putting the, the cart before the horse because if your website is not stellar, then the Google ad is not going to do anything for you. People are going to click on it and they're going to go to your website and go, well, you know, there's no information there. So then they're going to move on. So first, you got to make sure the website is up to date and you've got really good content and information on there so that you can keep them gravitated to the website and then reach out to you through a form, a freebie or something like that. Then number three is, like I said in number two, look at your keywords. What are the best keywords for your market? Okay, don't just put real estate. You should put like Mineola, Texas real estate, Mineola, Texas farm and ranch, Mineola uh, land, you know, things like that that fit your market. Okay, I live in the country, so we have ranches for sale. We have you know, subdivision homes, we have starter homes, but it's a very um East Texas kind of home, you know, area that we live in. So what my keywords here would be may be different, and I can guarantee you they'd be different than what I use in, let's say, McKinney, Texas, 
okay? Because there's not any ranches in Tex in McKinney, Texas, because all the land is now subdivisions or planned com- master plan communities and things like that. Then number four is, you know, what is your organic growth? Now, this is huge. You want to make sure that everything that you do is very, you're very focused on the wording because the wording is what Google, Bing, and all of them look at in ranking you in the search engines. So make sure that when you're writing content for your website and you're doing your meta tags and your meta description and all of that, Everything has the keywords that target to your market. So if I go in and put Minneola, Texas real estate, you should be number one on the search engine. And again, I'm going to say Zillow and Realtor.com and all of them may be ahead of you, but you're going to be the first one in your market. Even though I'm a real estate virtual assistant, the way that my organic growth has come into Mineola is I don't really work with local agents because that's just not their, I'm not their cup of tea. They don't want to put the the time and the effort into my services. So, but what's interesting is when I get phone calls all the time from real estate agents looking um, for a referral and thinking I'm an agent so if Kim Hughes, real estate virtual assistant, is coming up first in the Mineola Google real estate, that's saying that the real estate agents in this market, they're not putting in the effort, okay? Um, so what you want to look at is, and usually what I tell them is I have two or three agents that I can refer them to, but I also get phone calls from people looking for real estate to buy. So if I was an agent, I'd be capturing, you know, the entire market for the East Texas area because I get so many people emailing me and calling me thinking I'm a real estate agent when I'm not. I don't sell real estate, but I'm number one on the Google in Mineola, Texas real estate. It's just kind of crazy. So make sure that you look at your ads and your and your competition online and how you're focusing on you know what the, what you want to put out into that message with those google ads then um number 5 is you must establish a prominent presence that positions your brand directly in front of your target audience now this is where the significance of your messaging comes into play the message you craft should cater specifically to your ideal client. So make sure you carefully consider the content and always keep in mind the intended recipient of your communication. Number six, now this is, this can be a real big deal for you, depending on your market. Look at your podcast in your local community. Who's doing podcasts on your local market? You know, these could be sports announcers. This could be... um life coaches, this could be anybody, you know, doing anything and gravitating the local market to their podcast and then become a guest on the podcast to share the real estate market stats. That could be a standing um, monthly invite by a podcaster in your community because every month the market stats come out. So just, or even your local radio station, you know, I don't know how many local radio stations um, people listen, I mean, not listen to, but have. Like, we have a local radio station here, and if I was a real estate agent, I would be on there every month sharing the market stats of what's going on. It might be a paid spot, 
but it's worth it because everyone in this community listens to that radio station because it's all about the community, all about it. So just remember your great messaging and your great branding is what you have to offer. And what is going to capture that ideal client is the key to success. So as you embark on this journey, it's important to maintain a realistic outlook on the outcome of the marketing. Now, this isn't a shortcut, like I said earlier. It is instant wealth, but by directing your efforts towards conveying your message to the appropriate audience, you'll gradually witness remarkable results and forge amazing connections, which was, is what real estate is all about. So if you find yourself thinking, yep, this is exactly what I want to pursue. This is what I've been trying to get done. I just lack the clarity on the steps to bring in all of it to fruitation. So I'm going to encourage you to arrange a call with my team. And during that conversation, we're going to explore the immediate strategies that you can implement and determine if we are well-suited to assist you in orchestrating this entire process. So you, you, as soon as we get off the phone, you'll be you'll at least have a couple of tips that you can implement immediately. Don't try to do it all yourself. Um, you can't be everything in your business. So you need to focus on what you're good at and then make a list of what you need help with and then seek out the people that are experts in those areas to help you, which that's us. We know all the aspects of your business. So when you talk to us, we're not going to be trained. We're not going to be, you know, having to, having you teach us how to do anything because we've already done it. Matter of fact, we could probably give you tips on how to do it better because we've been doing this for over 30 years. I mean, everybody on this team has multiple years of experience in real estate. So um, I encourage you to reach out and take advantage of that phone call, that free consultation. So in closing, I want to make sure that you understand that your mindset is the key. By recognizing that you cannot fulfill every role in your business, you can avoid the temptation to take on everything yourself and drive yourself crazy. Now, like I said, we collaborate with our clients constantly regarding the how they can adapt to the market changes um, by attuning ourselves to the market energy. We review where to allocate our time and how to assist during market shifts. Um, this approach ensures that we stay attuned to the client's needs. So we have ideal clients as well. So, you know, our little avatar is focused on our ideal client. And that helps us to, to determine how we can help you. Because if we can't help you, we're going to tell you. You know, we're going to just be straight up and say, you know what, what your needs are are not something that we can help you with. And then that way, you know, but we're still going to give you information that you can implement and move forward in finding the right person. And we may even know the right person. You know, we have a whole network of people that we work with in all areas. Um, so if we can't help you, we can most likely refer you to someone that can. So I feel confident that this will assist you um, in examining your lead generation marketing strategy. So by dedicating thoughtful consideration to identifying your ideal client, you can tune your 
you know, like fine tune your marketing approach to attract the right ideal client. So if you have any questions, um, I suggest that you s- schedule a strategy call. Like I said, they're complimentary, no charge. But you know what? It'd be the best 30 minutes you ever spent because we're going to give you some really good insight of what you need to be doing. And it may not even, you may have your lead generation down like a science and be doing great with it, but you have some struggles in some areas, other areas of your business. That's where we can also talk about. So it's not just focused on lead generation. Let's talk about everything in your business and see what's going on. Um, we can even help you pinpoint some problem areas just by having a conversation without you even talking about it. So I'm going to ask you to, you know, help us get this podcast into front of a lot more people. We are doing really good. Um, our numbers are great, but we really feel that what we have to offer in this podcast, these are true and tried strategies. So if you could, you know, give us a review, give us a like, um, share the podcast with others, we would really appreciate it because we can't, we can't move forward without you. So we would love to see how you can walk away with some ideas from this podcast, and then also share it with other agents. So if there's anything that else that you need to talk about with us, again, schedule your call. We'll be happy to talk to you. And then, um, you know, if you have any ideas of other podcasts that you might be interested in, or maybe you're an expert in a particular area and you'd like to be a guest, then just drop us a, a, a DM, send us an email, drop a comment. We'll be in touch with you. So thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that this was informative for you and we will talk to you soon. Bye.